Max Verstappen with maximum points. It's a grand slam today, right? Well, he got eight points yesterday, 26 points today, 34 points on the weekend. Yeah, because he was pole. On, I mean, I guess you can call this a four slam, whatever, because pole on qualifying, sprint, fast slap, and one race winner. I mean, literally 34 points over the weekend for him. This was the best weekend possible for Max Verstappen at Red Bull. And Red Bull. I mean, incredible. Um, kind of feel, you know, you feel sorry a little bit for Carlos because we said he had to have that podium today. And, man, Today wasn't luck. his fault, right? That's wasn't his thing. fault. And but then when it rains, it pours. Rains, it pours. And, you know, we've seen the, the Red Bull struggles early on. And now we see Ferrari today, like, that's a huge blow. You know, what do you end up with today? Maybe six points? Uh, I think even six, eight points, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I mean, we can jump into Ferrari first. First of all, this is just like kind of like Lando in uh, Russia last year. It's like it just shows Charles' inexperience because Lewis would have just took his 15 points and called it a day. would have been a 10-point gap. If you look at the weekend, yeah. it would have been fastest lap for Max, so that's one point. Plus the one point over sprint. So he would have took a 12 point deficit and called it a day. That's the young driver and making a mistake. And I mean, obviously, such a. That's dumb seven mistake. points, man. A that, dumb mistake. But you got to think that's seven points. That's basically a race win, right? Crazy. From 25 to 18, right? So you literally lost yourself one position. And that's the way you got to look at it because you go 20. He would have got 15 points. Sorry. So yeah, uh, instead of eight. So that's seven. Yeah, that's one, that's one race win. Yeah. So it was like. I know what Charles was trying to do. I respect the fact he was aspressive, but it was a stupid mistake. Like on I just call a spade a spade. Like just just no because you wanted to get back on the DRS, like if you were fast enough to catch up to him, then you would have made something happen. But even if you did get past him on a DRS, the Red Bull was just better on this track. He would have just came back and passed you. The Red Bulls were so much better on this track. Yeah, like I, I said it before, but it just feels like Red Bulls and Mercedes of this year where they they are just in a in a straight line. You can't really touch them. They're yeah, just their gunning speed past is incredible. Here. Ferrari has the overall like total package, but in the straight line and top speed, and I think it's because they figure out their porpoising more than anybody. Like they seem to bounce the least, so they probably get to put their car lowest on downforce. That's kind of where my assumption is. Their car this. looks the greatest when it is on the straight with DRS. I mean, yeah, and they're not bouncing that much, which is great for them, right? But I mean, Checo had a hell of a drive. So did Max. So. I mean, you called it. You said with nothing crazy, it could be a Red Bull 1-2, and that's what it came out to be. It's kind of wild, man, and great for Red Bull. I mean, obviously, I'm not a fan of it, but they had a great weekend, and they got maximum points. My thing, too, is, like, Charles had such a bad start, too. Like, that's, compared to yeah. yesterday as well, if he didn't have that bad start, he probably finished a second. Like, that's just the reality of it, but... What did you think overall of the race? Like, it was, you know, they took forever to turn on DRS, I, th I feel like overall, it was a good race. Like, I was entertained because you kept seeing people trying to overtake. But because they took the DRS so long, they didn't let tires wear out fast enough and let pit. So, if we had DRS in, like, lap 12 where it should have been, lap 10, to be honest with you, what, when we started getting lines, um, I, thought, I felt like it would have been a lot more entertaining. We I felt like we only got half the race because they turned on DRS half the way there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And also just... Talking about, because I, I think we're going to spend a large part, I do want to spend a large part on Mercedes, so I don't want to talk about them right now, but Alpine had a disastrous weekend. Well, 
I mean, it wasn't really their fault for uh, Alonzo's got hit by Mick and, and his, then his, his whole body, like side body, just fell off. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing though, right? Because it's aluminum or whatever the material is, it's just boom, one hit, and then obviously when you're going down a fast straight, it just falls out, off. It, it just popped off. So Crazy. that was really bad. I mean, the one thing I'm really, I'm kind of, and let's get into the discussion with this is why didn't the team switch onto slick sooner? If you had ten laps with, um, with with three or four seconds faster speed, or even per sometimes eight seconds, sure. right? Why not try it out? Like you got to take a gamble, right? Like think about if Lewis did it, right? You didn't have much to lose. You're fourteenth. If he did it at lap thirteen compared to like nineteen or eighteen, yeah. I mean, Vettel was the first one to go in. It was Ricky. Uh, oh, it was Ricky. Danny that's Rick, right. Yeah. But at that point, Ricky was. I mean, it was so far. But like, if you got into clean air, right? Like theoretically, if you're Hamilton and you get into clean air, you got to try something. It's like 14th or 20th is not going to do anything. I understand it's about damage limitation, but did did they really think Hamilton was going to get more than four points? Like maybe make his way up to eighth year? Yeah, um, yeah. Overall, I think that could have been. Everyone was running the intermediates way too long. They were overheating. You had to keep going into the water to cool them down. And then mess up your race line. And even when you kind of add that on top of it, it's like you guys are expecting the rain in 20 minutes. So and the rain never laps. came. Yeah, the rain never the rain never came. If you don't think you can make up 30 seconds in 10 laps, then it's like, I don't know. It, because they were hitting the 122s. What were they at before? The 130s? Yeah. 129? Like, that's eight seconds a lap. If you're in clear air, you're right behind the pack. When they and have the inners fell off so quick. They did. I mean, listen. They're, not, we, they're we, not supposed to be on dry track. It was interesting how the uh, track temperature was 13 degrees at the beginning of this race. It's yeah. really cold. So, like, you see when everybody's coming up the pit lanes, they're just sliding around. But um, I'm surprised we didn't have more accidents. We only really only had First two. lap, really. I mean, you had Checo come off the come off the track. You had Mick. Obviously, you had Charles. But, like, I'm surprised we didn't have any. There was so much spray, and I was thinking it was going to be disaster, and man, it was relatively clean. It could have been a lot worse. Like, it, it could have been a lot worse. It most definitely could have been, and... Um, talking about race starts, I get. I mean, I guess we can get into Mercedes. Uh, I did want to just show, you know, a quick shout out. Aston Martin got their first points of the season. Vettel had a great race. I, he was my dragger. You've been on point with the draggers this this year. And uh, Stroll finished tenth, and they got what did they end up with? Three points. Three points. You had Yuki when he had eight, when he got eighth yeah. in Bahrain, <laughs> and then you had Albon. You had a great race today. You had Albon when he got scored points, and I get Vettel. Vettel. You've done really well. So I guess Williams is a laughing stock as of right now. As of right now, I mean, well done, uh, Aston Martin for like finally scoring points. points. Right? Uh, Vettel finished eighth, so that's four. Oh, it's four, yeah. And then Finn got one, five points. Yeah, they got five points. Congratulations to Aston well Martin. Well done. Um, all right, let's get into Mercedes, man. Uh, <laughs> take us off. Take us off. So, right off, like you know what, George Russell, incredible start. It's been the George we've seen all year. He's He has a great race. He's on an island, and he kind of races by himself. Until the end of the race. Until the end of the race, and then he held on. I mean, hey, listen, he pulled some that beautiful move on Magnuson at a, whatever that was called. Not the one where he, he came off track, but nobody expected that move there. That was no. a great move. And obviously, um, kudos to George. He is getting incredible output out of this car that looks absolutely garbage. So let me ask you this. Is this... George extracting more out of the car, or Lewis just hap like I, Lewis isn't washed. I know he said he he's gonna be at his best this year. Is he starting the year slow like he did last year? I don't know. Like where, I got where my brother telling me Lewis is trash. 
He's washed, doesn't care. Um, Toto and Lewis are fighting before the race. There's an issue with Lewis's car before the race. They were fighting before the race? Oh, they got into a heated argument in the paddock. Oh, you saw it or yeah, they were talking video. about it? Oh, that's And Lewis then walked off and Toto shook his head. And, I mean, they said that his car, there was an issue with his car and it was going to kind of fix itself as the race went on. It is extremely frustrating. And then also to have the entire race, you know, a lot of the race, we just got to see this battle of 14th and 13th, which wasn't even a battle. Lewis couldn't get ahead of uh, Gasly. That wasn't his fault, though. Like, it, that, that is the main overtake place. And, you know, Gasly had DRS, so I'm not mad. But it's just it. like the Mercedes is not bad. He couldn't get past Stroll when Stroll was in front of him, and then he couldn't get past Gasly. So. He actually did pass Stroll once, and then Stroll re-overtook Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. Um, he got lapped by both Red Bulls. I mean, it's just painful. I understand it's painful. Lewis said yesterday that he's not in it for the championship. And, I mean, I, I don't know how much you want to take that with a grain of salt, but it hurts. Yeah, I'm sure it hurts. <laughs> he, said, he, he said this is, it's not, this. he pretty much conceded the championship yesterday. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about those comments. You know what? I, I, like I said, I'm waiting until Monaco, but the hole is just getting bigger and bigger. I mean, George is still within punching points. Like, what Charles is at, what, like, 76? Max is at probably, like, 50? And George is at, like, Oh, my God. I just, like, looking 40? at this, what a difference a year makes. The gap from Max to Lewis, 77 seconds. Yeah, I mean, that has to do with cars. But, I mean, George is still in the puncher's chance for the championship, so. What is going on? This car's not figured out yet, bro. And what is the matter that we can have one driver finishing fourth and the other can't do anything like well, is the setup really just okay lewis does not feel right in the setup i mean listen so let, let, let's lay the facts down obviously carlos dnf'd okay. right so that, that's that's a spot george made up right charles finished obviously lower than he should have because he made a stupid mistake yeah so realistically george would have finished sixth which is still great which is still within fair but on the flip side he didn't catch lando at all I don't think I think that His was times just, were pretty pretty they're pretty even, but yeah. like their car was better than McLaren's car when we saw it before. So I'm I don't think it was that great of a race. I mean, George did his job. He did what he best could, but I mean the only positive for Mercedes in this race is they got a race done with lots of laps and lots of data. Please figure it out. Yeah. I mean, you're a grieving Mercedes fan right now. I'm grieving. I don't like it. I can. I, I feel like I'm Lewis Hamilton. I'm going through the comments. And everyone's like, oh, this just proves you've, it's just a car all along. Now you're in a bad car. Look at the results. Yeah. It's like, you know, they're casuals. That. I get it. But you know how at, you, we said athletes say they don't care, but you're like, they care. No, it is frustrating. Yeah, I mean, he beat Bottas. So, I mean, you can't say it's just a car, but... Shout out to Bottas. He had a pretty good race. I mean, that overtake he pulled on uh, on K-Mag is a decent overtake because it actually just wasn't down a straight. It was down a If Bottas got George today, that would have just added salt to the It would have added man. salt. But in typical Bottas fashion, he had five <laughs> laps. And, <laughs> and you know, George didn't have the right setup and he couldn't beat George, which is hilarious. <laughs> Overall, um, honestly, it was just a really hard race for me to watch. Um, yeah, I you're really don't, quiet. I don't race. understand why it's just that bad. 
I, I, I don't know. I want answers. It's the setup. It doesn't work. Like, I don't know, man. Like, give us answers. I mean, they did give you answers to porpoising, bro. You just don't choose to accept the answers. Fix the damn porpoising. Yeah, but it's not that easy, bro. It's easier said than done, obviously. And just like, you know, like, what what happens? By the way, it's one down year, bro. Like, even if this year is a wash, it's I one don't down care year. so much about the down year because I know they'll be fine. But it's Lewis his clock to get eight. He may not get eight. Yeah, he may not. I mean, that you can thank Michael Massey for that one. And that's the hardest part for me is because. Who knows? Maybe Lewis is not there next year. No, he'll be there. He's not. He's locked so, for contract. And the thing is, like, you know, th- as much as it's frustrating to see, I mean, this is the team finally is dealing with adversity. And you can tell that Lewis is not happy. There's friction. Like, yeah, I understand everyone's working hard, but it's a disappointment. While I'm not in it for the championship, like, Lewis is hurting. He probably is because, you know, his legacy is kind of being and also, like. George is beating him. You got to talk about it, bro. Talk about George it. George is beating him. And that's like, so what I don't get is they both have the same car. Why is George figuring it out? And we can't say, well, it's the setup. Like, I don't get that. No, it is a setup. George might prefer a different setup than Lewis. And it just, he might be figuring it out more. I mean, remember, every driver has different tendencies. And maybe this car doesn't favor Lewis's driving tendencies. Like, maybe George is better off with unstableness than Lewis. Maybe... Lewis is better at pushing a car that's more stable into unstable places. Like, there's so much things that go into there's it. There's so say. much. I gotta trust in Toto. Toto says we have the potential, but right now we don't have the key to unlock it. So, I what I'm also just like think is crazy is so you know it's there, but it's like a it's like a it's a maze. You can't figure it out, but you know it's there. Yeah, I mean that that's what it is. I mean. Everybody says the science behind their design is great. It's just about unlocking it, right? So I will say this. I did not expect George Russell to be beating Lewis Hamilton after, obviously, last year's events. And if George does beat Lewis for the whole year, Lewis is either checked out or we got serious questions about Lewis Hamilton. We got serious questions. I do think that... George Russell's probably enjoying this. Like, George is still in third place after today. Yeah, by I mean, one he's, point. He scored off 12 points. But I'm saying George is probably enjoying this. You got to think of this at the end of the day, right? He did not compete for a championship at all. Scoring points and being at least. Realistically, the Mercedes should score between 12 to 8 points every single weekend. Anywhere between fifth, sorry, uh, fourth to sixth, right? That's where their car should be. Last year, he was at like 18th, 15th. 13. So I mean, he's, he's enjoying, he's enjoying the moment. It. I mean, he's kind of lonely in all these races where he is. I mean, at the end of this race, he had some defending. But at least he has a chance job. to score points, right? It's two different psyches. George is excited to actually score points and yeah, not be at the high the end of the grid. And Lewis is used to being at the front of the grid and, and competing now, for championship. It's tragic to see him 14. He's also been so people. good for so long. Like, Think about this. When was the last time Lewis's car was actually bad? He said 2009. He said that car was worse than this car. It's been almost 15 years. He hasn't had to deal with adversity since his third I mean, year. Yeah, a different type of adversity with Rosberg. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like he hasn't had to deal with this But the mental of psyche of being at the bottom of the grid. Yeah, so that, that's my whole thing. Is like he's been at the top for so long. So it's an adjustment period. He's He still is human. And you got to like 
just got to be patient, right? He'll but, be there for next year. And I understand patience where it's thin in professional sports, if we still want to call F1 a sport. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's we, tough for Lewis. I we, need, it. we need answers. Um, however, I said the only good thing was the data. Damage limitations. The What happened to Ferrari is incredible for Mercedes because Red Bull had to catch up. And in the constructors, it's not like you're still third and you're not that far off first. What are the points in the instructors? Ferrari's 112. Yeah. Red Bull's 99. Mercedes like 77. Seven. Yeah, I mean, you're still you're still close enough. So the, the constructors, constructors is not a loss. And even in the drivers, like... George is probably like George is third, off. and he's at 49, and Charles at 79. Yeah, so he's 30 points off. Like, that's what I'm saying. George, George still has a puncher's chance. I mean... Realistically, if Mercedes figures out their car and they start scoring they, one, they will they will be there, they right? Catch that's up. why yeah. Toto said it's probably twenty percent chance that they can win. But I t- I'll take twenty percent. And the other thing is, we've spoken spoken about it. Mercedes has been really lucky that Red Bull and Ferrari have both had major losses. Yeah, I think today Carlos was a loss, and then Charles was stupid on that move. He he made his own mistake. I do um I do want to give a shout out to McLaren though. Great, great, great. I don't race. think that Danny did anything wrong. The man got knocked and that wasn't his fault, right? Exactly. And I think that the reason they switched him onto hards is probably data gathering. They're like, you're not gonna make your way up in exactly. this DRS chain, train. Let's gather some data and let's use it for future things. But Lando looked good out there. I mean, he was running his own race. He was a sitting duck as per usual in his car. And I think it, it's a good conversation is who's better, Lando Norris or George Russell? Like, they've both shown great... Obviously, Lando's had a longer sustained period of showing brilliance from his last three years at McLaren. But George is showing off some some great potential in, in the Mercedes car. So, it really is Max, Charles, and then you can choose George or Lando. Because la- last, it's, it's year, nobody, last year, nobody was picking George. Like, Lando was proven. But yeah. this year, George is proving himself. But Lando's... George is proving himself... In a car where arguably the greatest driver of all time is at the bottom of the grid, yeah. But Lando's doing really well. Like I, I like he's 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 done really well. It's um it's great to see and great points for for McLaren today and to have Lando that puts on him the in podium a solid, again. Solid fourth, right? They're fourth, yeah. Uh, Alpha is fifth. Um, how much are they ahead of Alpha? McLaren's thirty nine. Alpha's at twenty three. So that, that gives them a solid fourth. Alpine in six. That's disappointing. Um. And then, yeah, you've got... Alpine has had terrible reliability and just terrible. bad luck. And just crazy that Aston's got five and Williams has one. So, And how many points does Haas have? Like 10? 14. So Haas is sitting seventh. But again, like we saw Magnussen drive a, a good race, get in the points, and... You know, I don't think he drove that good of a race. I mean, he, it's he just... Was fit. He I'm was comparing fourth. him to Mick, right? But he was fourth. I'm talking about like, he was fourth, right? And he just slid down... I think Magnuson's a really good qualifying driver. Like, I'm going to call it right now. He might be a really good quality driver. Because every single race, he seemed to fall down. I haven't seen anything really spectacular out of him in the race. He let George overtake him on the, on the top of the peak of the track. Yeah. Like, he just didn't look strong. Obviously, he's he, he just got overtaken, overtaken. So, it's like, either the Haas car is really bad and he's overperforming. But, I don't know. The Haas car seems pretty strong on track, right? I think Mick, like those, that's a real question. Is Mick an F1 driver? Because Mick has not looked good this year. He was bad today. He was bad, but at the same time, he got knocked. Yeah, but it's not like, I mean, it, it, the there was no damage. 
when you start at the back of the grid, you're kind of a sitting duck, especially when your car is not like when you're Carlos signs and you have one of the best cars on the grid, it's easy to make places. But when there's a DRS train in a mid pack, it's a little tougher. Obviously he ran off the track that one time. Right. But I mean, he started at the end of the grid. So once he got spun around, so I was like, I'm not mad at his result, but you, the, the question marks are out for Mick and I'm a big Mick fan, but He's got something to prove this year. Like, you're not in a bad car anymore. You can't exactly. use an excuse. You're against a legitimate F1 driver. You're not against Nikita anymore. Mick's got, he's got to prove it. And, you know, the, the jury will be out until he figures it so out. So let's talk about K-Meg, right? Do you think he's extracting more out of the car? Just, he's overperforming in the car? I think K-Meg is a legitimate F1 driver who has experience and understands how to drive an F1 car. Mick is still learning F1. And that's why I think K-Mag's winning. Okay, so that's fair. But I'm saying, talking about K-Mag's performance, he started in fifth in Bahrain. He dropped down the grid. But it's the Haas has shown that race pace struggles. Yeah, but is that also because of... I don't think it's K-Mag. I think it's car race pace. Yeah, I mean, but that just shows you K-Mag's just a driver. Yeah. Because if he was a good driver, he'd be able to extract more of the race space, right? Like, that's the thing, though, right? And and, and you can see the difference, like, between certain drivers. And I, I just seriously you know, question. K-Mag has all of their points. He does. But no one's saying that K-Mag is bad or anything like that. I th- he doesn't have one point, Mick. I th- thought he scored 10th last race. Mick or he has scored 11th. zero points. So he scored 11th. Okay. But my whole point is, is like, I just see K-Mag not doing that well in races. You no, know, he's sitting 10th in the drivers, man. And, like, that's a bright spot. It is a bright spot. But at the same time, if you're a Ferrari copy and you can compete for, like... See, you, some teams have alleged that they're cheating. Like, they're... I don't want to hear it, cheating, bro. It's so man. bullshit. But the, why, why, is, why are they not competing with Alfa Romeo? They all pretty much have the same cars and work with the same engine, Right. And it's not like Haas is, like, some budget team anymore because, like, or they don't have the right personnel because they took a lot of Ferrari's personnel, right? And really, that's a great comparison between Haas and Alpha. They're both Ferrari-powered and both have a similar driver lineup. So, you know, Joe has one point, Mick has zero. The battle is really between K-Mag and Valtteri, and Valtteri has outperformed K-Mag. Because although we harp on Valtteri, Valtteri is a better driver than K-Meg, and that's my point, right? He's got 22 points. And, and Valtteri's had some issues, too. I think last race, he yeah. didn't finish, right? So, that's my whole point, is that I think K-Meg is just... Where, where would I rank K-Meg? Maybe 12th to 15th on my driver Yeah, like, ranking? I think he is... He is a very average F1 driver. Uh, and the, 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 Yeah, we'll leave it at that. He, I think he's very average. I, I don't think he's... Great qualifier, <laughs> just like Valtteri. It's kind of hilarious. He's just a, a cheaper version. How of did Valtteri. you feel about Valtteri's race? Obviously, he had some great moments. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if Valtteri got ahead of George, it would have been an incredible performance. But, but in typical Valtteri fashion. In typical Valtteri fashion. Like, showed these bright spots, has been shown yesterday in the sprint race, and you're like, damn, Valtteri, like, where was this? But then today, it reaffirmed what we all saw at Mercedes. It's that he, he has great pace, but he's not great at overtaking. He, I can't believe he didn't get past George. I'm shocked. I thought I thought George was a sitting duck because I just seen the I, I was looking at like lap forty five I'm like that was like twenty seconds now it's like eleven and I just keep just seeing the 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 gap between Valter and George go down but just the fact that George didn't have the right setup that's what on I'm saying but wing. you just see the pace evaporating right you just see the gap between them evaporating 
I'm like, okay, when Valtteri gets near to George, which will be around like five laps to go, George is going to finish fifth. Like, that's just the reality of it. And then, boom, we see the fight. And as usual, this is exactly what happened for four or five laps in a row. Valtteri got to 0.6 or 0.7, got really close, and then George made it back to 0.6 or 0.7 after the DRS zone. So it was really, it was typical Valtteri, um, Valtteri performance. And then let's, uh, we can kind of end off with shouting out Yuki. Yuki, what a, what a, I mean, all the shit that they've had to deal with this year, um, and Yuki to have him finish in, uh, what, seventh? Yeah, he's had two, uh, two Six finishes and points. points. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's right. He's probably higher than Pierre right now or right beside Pierre. Pierre hasn't scored that many points. Yuki's ahead of Pierre. Yo, Pierre, I, I don't think it's Pierre's fault because his car went on fire. But damn, he, Pierre's had a. He's had, he has two DNFs, right? Yeah, he's got six points on the year. Yeah, so they're so right beside each other. But obviously, AlphaTauri doesn't look that good. And um, he's had two DNFs, so I don't really blame Pierre too much. But Yuki's look good, man. And Pierre hasn't looked like he did last year. Pierre's looked pretty average. So I'm going to ask you this question one more time. 2023 rolls up. Lewis retires. Is it a Pierre Gasly and, and there's George no Russell? Way. There's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way. Eh? There's no way. I just, I, I just have a feeling. It's either gonna be like Danny Rick and George Russell. Or it's gonna be wow. Because let's, let's hear me out. If Mercedes doesn't bounce to the top, they're not gonna have their pick of options like they do typically. And who's up on the grid is Pierre and Danny and Lewis. I think those are the three. I just people. gotta continue to have faith that they're gonna figure it out, bro. I think they'll figure it out. I'm because not worried about today, it today. It was probably the hardest race I've had to watch. Yeah, you're quiet today. So usually we text. I was angry. I'm watching this, and I'm watching this. Damn. Even before the DRS, Lewis couldn't get past. Then the DRS train. I mean, it was just, it was just painful. And the fact that so much of the broadcast was focused on the battle for 13th. I mean, that was the only real battle going on at that time. But it wasn't even a battle. And Nico Ross for coming on, and we're seeing Lewis try for the twentieth time. It's like, yo, okay, bro, we get it, we get it. The Nico's worst, loving it, throwing little shots and subtle jabs at Lewis. The worst thing, the worst thing of all, was when Max got to lap him. I'm sure Lewis was. Oh yeah, Nico's mad. like, you know, Max is gonna have a little smirk when he passes him, and they, of course, they pan to the Red Bull, uh, um, not the the Red Bull uh, pit wall. And then I was like, oh, my God, if Christian makes some fucking weird smirk, I'm going to be so angry. But he kept it professional. He, his face stayed the same. But damn. Yeah, I mean. I listen, was so angry. You know how much people have been waiting to see Mercedes downfall? Oh, the social media comments on whether it's motorsport, autosport, whoever's posting it. I mean, they are coming in the thousands. Shout out to the Red Bull, though, and Ferrari. Making a comeback. Red Bull obviously had its four year of dominance. Obviously, the two falsy got got its own reputation because we know why. So shout out to them. But it's gonna be an interesting year, man. I have not opened my socials since before the race. I am gonna after this recording, I am going to probably go back, look at the sprint, look at this race again. I'm gonna look at the interviews. I just need to understand because I'm still lost. Are you finding it difficult to watch F1 this year because your team's not that good? Um, no, not not at all. It's just um, it's frustrating. frustrating to see Lewis. But you're where still he enjoying is. it just as much. Yeah, as I you. mean, you love the start. Like I, I found times where I'm like, I don't know, do I want 
Ferrari or, or Red Bull. And today I was so happy to see Charles make that mistake because it helps Mercedes. <laughs> but it also helped your arch enemy. Yeah, but you know what? Like they had, it doesn't, it helps them, but they had put themselves at such a disadvantage that it doesn't necessarily like. No, no, no. It, it closed the gap quite a bit. It, it, yeah. So like, you know, I'm just looking for if, wins, right? If they win right? the constructor championship by 10 points, you're going to be mad yeah. about this weekend. And just, I don't know, like, what I, the hell is going to happen? Like, Lewis and Toto getting into it? Like, this I mean, is that's what normal. I'm talking about. That's Adversity, normal, friction, like. That's normal, I mean, man. it's heated because you both want to win, but they got to figure out this damn car, man. That's I, normal, listen, man. I don't, I don't even know what we're going to title this episode, but it, it, it's going to be sad. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, Wait, I'm sure, I'm sure you're rooting for Ferrari to win this championship if it's not Mercedes. Yeah, I just don't want to see Max win another championship. Could you imagine Checo was a world champion? I could live with Red Bull winning a Constructors. I can't live with Max getting another championship. What happens if it was Checo? I'm cool with that. Would you Would you be cheering for Checo to win over Charles? I'd be I'd be happy for Checo to win one, but no, nah, I, I I'd rather Charles get the drivers championship for sure, for sure. Um, let's let's wrap it up with our drivers of the week. Who was your driver of well, driver of the day? Um, I think my driver for the day was probably Yuki, man. It was Yuki. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I'm picking two of my favorite drivers. I'm kind of deciding between Lando and George. Cause they both but, you know, you said it earlier. Like, did George really, you know. That overtake on Magnuson was beautiful. Right? And on top of that, he did defend Valtteri pretty well. Yeah. I'm more met in terms of, like, the points. Like, his points were kind of given to him but his rate like he drove a pretty good race right george has yet to make a mistake really this year don't say that because we said that about charles <laughs> and then look at charles right now we called it yesterday <laughs> i said charles is due for a mistake yeah he was due i i thought like he i i thought george was due for a mistake because you know him and imola that was funny how it was going to be him and valtry again but yeah. yeah okay you know what I'm rolling with George for my driver of the week. That was probably a little bit of a biased pick, but I thought he had a great race overall. You can't control everything that happened around you, but everything he could control, I think he did really well with. So by the time we're done this, I'm sure there's going to be the interviews, like what is Toto said, what has Lewis said. Um, you've got two weeks till Miami. We're heading stateside. Brand new track. Two weeks to work. I think they'll be good. I think this this court, this circuit's going to be like Jeddah, I think, if, if I believe correctly. I my mind is a little fuzzy about what the map looks like. And, you know, the Mercedes look pretty good in Jeddah. So I think I think Mercedes would be okay that, that track. So, you know, two weeks to figure it out. I mean, they're not going to have all the answers, but do you think, is there really hope? Of course there's hope. There's always hope. They also didn't have time to test out their new upgrades and actually adjust them in the real world because obviously you only had t- two short practices, but... I think uh, I think they'll come with a big upgrade for Miami, and they'll have some extra time to work with it because there's no sprint. So that's kind of what I'm predicting. Oh, tough one today. All right, let's sign out. You can go grief uh, on your own time, not on the pod. <laughs> guys, make sure you guys uh, tap into Bet Ninety Nine. Like I said, they'll match up to six hundred dollars of your first deposit. Nice and easy. Link will be in the description, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.